0: Yo yo yo! Welcome to episode number eighty-seven of the Basketball Card Podcast. I am your host Adam. You can reach me at the Real Twenty-Seven Guy on Instagram, and I uh, want to thank you guys for downloading the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by PWCC. PWCC has nearly nine thousand auctions ending Sunday, including a thousand plus basketball lots. A Kobe Auto three of three at immaculate. My personal favorite card of the auction. A Wilt rookie PSA seven. A KG exquisite quad patch out of three all end this Sunday at the PWCC weekly auction. This episode, um, we're going to title it something like All About Shay," or All About Shilling or All About Shay and Shilling. Um, but before we do that, I just need to recognize that I am in my daughter's room uh, recording this podcast. Not in familiar circumstances. Um, My kids are home from school. Uh, It's late enough. I'm recording this at 3.30 p.m. my time on Friday. Um, I tried recording it a few times earlier. I just couldn't quite get it right. Couldn't quite say the things that I wanted to. And so we'll try this again. And if it doesn't come out right this time, then then you'll never know. And I'm probably just not going to do an episode this week. Um, But the reason that I'm in my daughter's room is that we had a flood in my house yesterday. Uh, Without giving you all the gory details, we basically had um, a crack in the tank of my um, upstairs toilet that leaked through the. We didn't realize there was a leak. It's it's tiny, um, but big enough that over the course of the last week or so, it has caused a tremendous amount of damage in the bathroom and below, which is right where my office is downstairs. So it's a disaster because there's all sorts of disaster recovery, like fans out and people coming to our house and stuff. And so the best place for me to record this podcast today is literally sitting in my daughter's room, which is hilarious. She's not super happy about it and I do not blame her, but I would much rather be in the cozy confines of my little studio office downstairs. With that said, um, I was disappointed, uh, obviously, to see um, that there was a blowout thread that started making its way around Instagram. Uh, what is it? today's today's Friday? I think it was I think it was yesterday. It started going around, and the thread basically uh, this first segment. What I basically want to talk about, like what was in this thread, what you need to know about it, and then we'll talk more about more about chilling, and we'll talk more about Shay and stuff afterwards. But this thread uh, is basically somebody who is a detective, who um, you know, a card detective, somebody who's like trying to find things that are, that are not quite right. And, and somehow they stumbled across or, or and in doing their detective work, found um, some bad stuff that our friend Shea, Shay Wave Logs has, has been involved in. And so if you go and you look at this thread, what you're gonna find is that there's, that this individual was able to tie cards that Shay has posted on his Instagram with a feedback number. And the reason that the feedback number is important is on eBay these days, you can't see who bidders are. You can just generally see what their feedback number is. But if you can see from a, from a social media account who who owns the cards, you can go back and look at the serial numbers and things from an auction that ended on eBay. You can see who the winning bidder is. And a lot of times you can find out who, you know, who who won, like, what that person who won, what their feedback number is. Well, in this, I, I'm not sure if, you know, I'm not sure if this person intended to find this it seems like they were you know it doesn't actually matter they they found that that shay had been posting cards on his account that he had then s- sent to a consignment company an ebay consignment company and then he had bid on some of those items he had won at least one of the items he had placed several bids on 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 others he had placed bids early he placed bids later and the the basically the conclusion of the thread, and I think it's pretty cut and dried, is that Shay has been bidding on some of his own cards. And um, after that, Shay came out with um, this was last, this was actually I don't know what it was was it last last night was it this morning I've sort of lost lost track of it. Shay I think it was yesterday. Shay posted sort of this apology, and the apology basically said sorry, I shouldn't have, I bid on my own cards, I won, I won some of my cards, I shouldn't have done this, and he said, he did, he said a couple of other things. Um, but the thread, um, you know, the thread obviously teaches us that, what, what Shay did, and I think Shay has recognized at this point that he did do what, what was, he was being accused of in that thread. So next, what I want to talk about is why shilling is bad. Um, some thoughts from our friend, David Ratliff signed them slab that I saw him post today on Instagram and, um, talk about why, why shillings probably always going to be an issue. I suspect most of you have been on MC sports cards items on eBay and nearly 60,000 positive feedback. They're one of the biggest consignment companies on eBay. What you might not know is that they've started a focus auction for 1K and over items that end Monday nights, and they call it MC Mondays. Dozens of huge cards end on Monday, all at open auction. You could check out the items by searching by seller and going to MC underscore sports cards today. I'm going to read some of the stuff that I think David read because I think it probably is a good representation of how a lot of people feel Um, But but before I do that, I want to share what Shay said in his quote unquote apology and uh, give you that too. So Shay said today, or he said this uh, on his Instagram a little while ago, he said, what I did is not okay and against the hobby community guidelines. I'm guilty of buying my cards back at auction, which was my mistake. And I take full responsibility. I had to sell some cards due to personal reasons and I let my brief lack of judgment Get to me, and I bid on my cards. I am sorry for my actions. I've let the community down, my friends down, and this industry down. and my sincere, po- po- sin- my sincere apologies, I'm sorry, Shay. I talked to Shay yesterday. Um, I talked to him for about a half an hour. I actually told him that I didn't think he should put out something written like this because, and this is not meant to be rude to Shay, but I did. I feel like he's a better he's better speaking aloud in communicating than he is in writing. Things and so I didn't think this was a great idea for him to write something like this unless he was going to take a long time to do it. And um, but he he submitted this and David's response he there's like ten slides I'm not going to read them all but I'm going to read some. Of them. David sign-in Lab said you still don't get it so let me explain it so at least other people can learn from it. David says fact these were your cards and you didn't win all of them. There were several you bid on that you didn't win that really doesn't matter but the distinction is important in terms of who was ultimately harmed this isn't about hobby guideline it's about a life guideline don't be a cheat i think this is pretty good i think this is honestly pretty good and pretty fair by david it is cheating it's not just a guideline it is a this is this is like shill bidding is 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 one of the really really bad things that we can do in this hobby If you are somebody who's bidding your items, it is one of the big, big, big no-nos. And and Dave is going to break down why here. And I think he does a really good job. He says, you cheated people out of the money when you bid and didn't win. You cheated people out of the cards they would have won, would have otherwise won if you hadn't won them. You cheated the marketplace out of an accurate price discovery because where you won, those weren't real sales. And where you lost, there are false bids. And lastly, you cheated your business partner out of his integrity in the marketplace, so much so that he had to issue this to try and control the damage. Now, I feel bad for Mark in this, Empire Sports Cards, but I wouldn't, I actually don't totally agree. Um, I mean, I, it's not that I don't agree with, with David here, but the other things he said before that are really crystal clear. They're the the things that you're doing that you're cheating sort of the community out of that, that are a big deal. Um, and then... Dave talks about how he feels bad for Mark Empire Sports Cards. And then he says, you're not buying your own cards back. You're basically paying the consignment fee not to sell them. I really like this point, And I'm going to talk more about it in a little bit. When somebody who shills and ends up winning a card, the penalty that they pay isn't that they're buying the card back. Their penalty is, is whatever the fee is. So for those of you who don't know, consignment companies, there's a massive reason why people use them consignment companies and auction houses, the percentage that you pay them is in off, oftentimes significantly less than if you were to sell the cards yourself. These companies get preferred rates from eBay, right? Because they get preferred uh, rates to, from eBay, they can pass that on to you. So like, you might pay something like 13% on a card that um, through the through the um, you know through the consignment company only end up having to pay 5%. And for those of you who haven't used it, you're thinking, oh, but it's 5% on top of the eBay and PayPal fees. No, it's not. It's just straight up 5%. Um, That's if it gets over a certain dollar amount, which, by the way, Shay did not bid on items in that sort of range. He was bidding on items that were like a couple hundred dollars or less. So this is a different sort of range. In the couple hundred dollar range, you're usually paying 10 or 12% to the consignment company. And so, you know, let's say there's a $200 card that he buys and, and it's his own card. What David's saying here is you paid that fee, well on a 200 dollar card it's 10%, you basically paid 20 bucks to keep your item. And what I think happens sometimes is somebody like Shay or somebody else who shill bids, what they do is they do like they basically like do a they do like a cost benefit analysis of placing a shill bid, which is not the way people should think about it. Doing the cost benefit analysis from a money perspective may make you think shilling is a good idea. But that's that's not the whole story. The whole story is, is the deception that's involved, the way that it sort of makes the market and the auction process really not real and not okay. And so shill bidding is never, never, never okay. It is never okay. Like, it is never okay. And there are a million different reasons why. Okay, let's keep going the the point that i wanted to highlight here though is that he's paying he really is paying the consignment fee and that consignment fee is something but it is not it is not it, that that's you're not buying your own your own item back you're just paying the consignment fee but only you and the consignment seller would know that david goes on to say you say there's no excuse but then you give all explanations why that's the definition of an excuse i told shay this yesterday when i talked to him i don't think anybody wants to hear Reasons why you should bid your cards. I don't think that does you any good. I told Shay, I think what you need to do is come to the community and say I made a mistake and I'm sorry. And I think that's like the most important thing that everybody needs to hear. I think it's okay for him to say I didn't understand how significant this mistake was, um, but that's secondary. Primary is I'm sorry and I made a mistake. I think Shay, I think Shay does understand that. I, I think he, I think he gets it. I, like when I talked to him, it was clear that that was like the overriding feeling. But you know, when people are attacking you, sometimes you don't know what to do and what to say. So anyway, let's keep reading. David goes on to say, and for those DMing to pay more for cards after the auctions are over, that's also totally unacceptable behavior. Oh, this is this is sort of unrelated because. I mean it is unrelated it's sort of like it's when people do this awful thing where like they don't win an item but they want to go back and they want it they want to get it so they offer the seller more money for it I agree with David this is like legitimately evil it's bad stuff it it basically makes the auction process worthless and it it um, it's really bad if the auction process isn't legit it isn't real then the pricing and all that stuff that's behind it isn't real and then you start questioning the whole hobby. And because eBay, let me get on my eBay soapbox for just, just a sec. Because eBay has been so bad. I mean, so completely terrible and so completely awful at like policing their their website and their um, and their marketplace. I think a lot of people have, from a from a financial perspective, sort of thought, "Wow, maybe manipulating these prices, maybe." shell bidding these auctions, maybe like controlling this market a little bit, maybe that makes sense. From a numbers perspective, there's probably some truth to that. The problem is that they're also losing their integrity in the process. They don't, you know, and and as is the process of, of, you know, of auctioning cards, there has to be an integrity there. Okay, so eBay is bad and has done a terrible job. That's true, but let's go back and I unfortunately let this go. Okay, here we go. Shay goes on to say. He points out that, that um, Shay sh- shared a video of Jeremy. I did not like that Shay shared this video of Jeremy because I think that people who aren't smart enough to, to understand what Jeremy's saying are, are, th- are thinking that Shea is implying that Jeremy did some sort of shilling. Jeremy was not talking about anything to do with shilling, really. He wasn't he was talking about how you can place a bid under a full dollar amount. It, it was it was weird. It was it was sort of unnecessary to share that in this moment. And I and I I get where David's going here because it just didn't it didn't do anything positive to Jeremy. Um, he then says uh, he then posts something that Jeremy says, which basically says, "Look, I wasn't saying what Shay was implying. I don't think Shay was actually implying that. I think." Shay was making a different point, but unfortunately, it harmed Jeremy sort of in the process. Um, so, and then, and then Shaga or um, David goes on to say, I, I, "This is this is bad. This is a bad podcast. I'll skip some of this stuff." So, David then says, "For the moment, I'm going to leave uh, leave it with these two thoughts. I already see some of our hobby positive crowd trying to redirect the narrative here to wet to either." what's the big deal, or if you want it, so what? I hope that's not happening. I'm not seeing any of that, but that's clearly not right. That if he won it, what's the big deal is like, asinine, okay, that's really not smart. If he won it, then he's setting a false comp. If he lost and he bid on it, he's still manipulating the auction. It is not okay, it is not okay, under any circumstances to bid on your own card, period. It's not. It's not just a guideline. It's a rule in the marketplace. It's very, very clear. David's response to this was he also said, everyone in the hobby should have the expectation of not getting cheated. If you're defending or justifying what we just saw, then you don't support that idea. But please keep posting and talking as we know who you are. I, again, don't know who he is or what he's who he's talking to. You're raising your hand and declaring I'm a cheat, which makes it easier for the rest of us to know who's who. He's right. If, so, if anybody's saying that it's okay, then, then that person is... is it's definitely out of whack. And finally, I also see the hobby should be fun and an escape, so let's not talk about this bad stuff. There are a number of people who have been supporters and promoters of his in the past, including very recently. We haven't said a word about this yet. We're watching you too. You can't just ride the come up and ignore this part. There's zero credibility in that. If you don't want to be specific about names, that's fine, maybe, but ignoring it altogether is a complete disservice. to the, the hobby at large, silence isn't that far from implied advocacy. Hmm... Maybe disagree with David a little bit on this one. I don't think anybody should have a responsibility to feel like they have to talk about anything uh, in particular. Um, I think uh, I, like, I don't. Right as a content creator, I, you can tell me all day long what I have to and have to not talk about. It. I don't really care. Like, oh, sorry. Um, I turned my volume on my phone there. I just think. Um, I, I think that that there is some there is some level of truth, I mean not some level. I think David's making the point like you can't just have your friends who make bad decisions and then and then totally ignore those things. And I agree with David on that. I do agree with David on that, I, but I don't think that, that we should be telling people what kind of content they have to create. Okay, let's see. Is that the last thing that I wanted to say from David? I think it might be I think it might be. He quotes Patrick Ryan who's talking about something else. Um, <laughs> he quotes Ephus Pitch's video that says, if you don't realize how true this is, oh, the video is, is two people boxing. One is self-interest and one is hobby interest. And self-interest beats the crap out of hobby interest. And then David says, if you don't realize how true this is, you might want a new hobby. And if you aren't willing to fight for it, it's not going to change. And this is... Um, pitch' Pitch pitches big, um, his, his thing that he is really focused on right now is if you're not willing to fight for the good that's in the hobby, the good, uh, let me rephrase that. If you're not willing to fight for the hobby, you're not willing to talk about the things that are hard, then the, then the hobby will devolve into something evil. We have to stand up for the things that are important. I think that's, I, I'm trying to paraphrase what I think uh, Bill would say, if pitch would say, and I think that's, I think that's good. I think that's a good, important thing. There's so many values at play here because a lot of us, including me, I'm raise my hand really high in the air on this one. I just really value kindness. I value being fair to people and sort of giving them, you know, the benefit of the doubt. And so I don't like talking about some of those things, but um, but I think Bill is right. In the we have to, we can't ignore the bad things and just immediately forgive. I don't want to tell you who to forgive and who not to forgive because that's a very personal thing. Um, I don't think we can immediately just give everybody a pass. And when things are discovered, I think they need to be brought to light, especially with public, people who are public in the hobby. How's that? I think that's fair. If somebody's public, like Shay most certainly is, then I think that when they do something like this, it needs to be brought to light and people need to be made aware of it. And then it's up to people to decide how long they hold that or harbor that, harbor's the wrong word, how long they hold that in their minds against that person. The thing that I've always gone back to over and over and over again is that, and and some people hate this, remember everything else I've said in this podcast so far before I say it, okay? Remember everything that I've said. I am somebody who often gets to the point fairly quickly where I see the person as a person, And I stop thinking about the bad things that they did. I don't do a lot of finger pointing. I don't, I want the best for the person. I want that person to, I want everything to work out for, well, even for the bad guy. My brother who's a public defender, I always say, I should have been a public defender for you because I feel like in my world, in the hobby, I just see the best in people, even when they, you know, are making big mistakes. So with all that said, Shay, she'll been on cards here and it's not okay. And when I talked to him yesterday, We had a really strong, frank conversation about this. It was like, you cannot do this, and you must apologize, and you must own it, and you must promise never, ever to do it again. Some people are going to look at that, that thing that he did, and they're going to hold it against him forever, and that is up to them to decide that. I will not do that. I will watch Shay, and I will still value him as a human being, Because frankly, I value a lot of people as human beings who aren't perfect, which includes all of you, right? And me too. Like, where none of us are perfect, we've all made mistakes. But just because we've all made mistakes doesn't mean that we look at people exactly the same way anymore. And it doesn't mean that we don't have to be, like, more cautious. I think what Shay realizes probably right now is people are going to be a lot more cautious with him tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, than they were beforehand, Because they realized that he was willing to be pretty slippery and walk in territory that he shouldn't have been walking in. And I think that's what David's getting at is like, we need for everybody here to understand in the community. And David's got a platform, right? We need everybody in the community to understand that here's a guy who's public and he did these really bad things and you need to know what they are. And um, I think that's right. I think we all need to know what they are. All right. Come back in a second with our last uh, segment. You've probably heard about Alt, but have you registered for their auction yet? Twice a month, Alt features its Liquid Auctions event, which caters to collectors of all kinds. The platform is super easy to use, connects to your bank in minutes, and provides a super fun bidding experience. What are you waiting for? Register on Alt XYZ today. All right. All right. My last segment, I don't take great notes, by the way, when I prepare for these things. I try to say, try to write the things that I really wanna make sure I say, which is just a few things, a few points, and then I just think out loud. And I hope that that is of some value. Um, my last segment says what I told Shay and what I want for Shay now. So I told Shay, he has to communicate a few things to the community. He has not listened to anything that I said about what he needed to communicate. He has communicated. I told him to actually wait a day or two and make sure, you know, he understood really how severe this is. I wanted him to go think about what he really felt, what he really learned from this experience, what he has to change. And in the end, after he did, after he did the thinking, I felt like it was his best interest to communicate the following messages to the, the sports card community. Number one, sorrow. By far and away, he just needs to say, I'm sorry, and he needs to feel it, and he needs everybody who who he interacts with to understand that he actually feels that way. It's number one, it's by far and, it's by far and away the only thing that really matters. I think it's important that people also understand that he didn't realize how significant what he was doing is. I think he thought of it as, it's not that big of a deal. It is clearly a, a much more significant deal than he understands. And I think he needs to realize that. And I think he needs to communicate that to everybody who he, who knows him and who he collects with. And I think he needs to also communicate that he needs to figure out who he is and what he's doing, not who he is. That's too strong. I can't say that about Shay. I don't know him well enough. But he needs to communicate that he that he doesn't really know what he's going to do going forward. And he's clearly broken up about this, and it's, um, it's a hard thing, guys. I have had I don't even know how many conversations with Shay over the years, and um, you know he's written for the magazine a couple of times. He's somebody who's run a hobby business here for a few months. He's somebody who's been very public at a ton of shows. And he's somebody who I think looks, sounds, and feels different than a lot of people in the hobby. And those are all things that I really like about him. I think he brings something to our hobby that's really fantastic. And it's not just something, it's a lot of things. And for all, that, for all those reasons, I've always really liked him. And I do still really like him today. I consider him a friend. Having said all of that, you cannot do what he did. You can't. And for me, I'm just mad at him because he had something that was going that was so good and I feel like he threw it away for nothing. And I just think that's like a tragic thing. My reaction to that, I'm not telling you what your reaction ought to be, I'm telling you what my reaction is. My reaction is, man, that is sad and I feel bad for my friend. I also believe that people can change, and this is the part that I always get accused accused of being a bad guy. Apparently it's a bad thing to think that people can change. I if Shay called me in 10 minutes after this thing was over, I'd take the call, I'd talk to him like a normal friend, and I'd say, "What the heck were you doing?" again, and you know, we'd have a we'd have a good conversation about it. But listen, just because somebody does something bad does not make them a bad person. It doesn't mean that they can't change, um, but in this situation, I do think it's incredibly important that the whole of the hobby understands that there's some lessons to be learned here. It's not just she'll bid with a low, with another account so that you won't get caught, okay? That's not, that is not the lesson because unfortunately that's what a lot of other people are doing, right? Shay got caught here, that's why we're talking about him. A lot of other people she'll bid It is not okay. Do not do it. You are selling your integrity. You are selling something that's far more important than whatever hundreds or even thousands of dollars more in cards you're going to get. And maybe that sounds preachy and maybe it's like, oh, Adam the preachy guy is just trying to say something. No, it's true. Like The hobby and life in general, do it right. Like Do it the right way. Be honest. Be sincere. Be real. And don't And as David said, I think really well in his comments, like, don't cheat people. Don't, it is cheating. And it's like, well, was it cheating if they were really willing to pay that? Yeah, because they bid against you thinking you were a real bidder. And again, eBay, flipping, like, eBay has to change. eBay has to get to the point where they can actually identify some of the bad things that are happening and take care of it. They have, like, they let go of the rope 10 years ago on trying to weed out some of this bad type of activity. And it, and this is this is separate now from the Shea conversation because I actually don't know what they can do in, in this situation, right? This is probably um, also on the consignment company to do, right, They the consignment company should weed out this sort of stuff and should make it a priority. But eBay itself really needs to, I think, look themselves in the mirror and realize how poor a job they've done over the years. Um, so I mean I, I, this this is like easily like one of the most critical podcasts I've ever done and in a lot of ways I feel I feel badly about that, but I just I want to see like again I like Shay I want to see him come back from this I want to see him change I want to see him um, right the wrongs that he did and I know I'm not saying anything different than anybody else has said but I just he's got to know that what he did is not okay and I hope that all of you guys learn some lessons from what from what happened. And, uh, and just know, like, again, just know that manipulation, that shill bidding, that trying to get more money for your cards through, through those means is definitely a very wrong thing to do. Don't do it, even if there's no chance of you getting caught. Do not do it. Do it the right way. Do it the real way. And then when you, like, acquire amazing cards and you have great wins along the way, you'll know you did it the right way. And that's a really cool, valuable thing. So this went significantly longer than I meant it to. It's been, um, I hope it's been useful. Um, I wish my friend Shay the very best and I hope he comes back from this and I hope he learns some great lessons. And I hope that, I um, hope that everybody else learned some lessons along the way, too. All right, guys. Um, thank you for joining this week's podcast. We'll be back next week with another one. And until next time, happy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Basketball Card Podcast. Reminder to subscribe to Basketball Card Fanatic Magazine at bcfmag.com. Remember to use discount code BASKETBALL10 for 10% off any item in the store. That's bcfmag.com.